Hello and welcome to episode number 56 of the Aligned Performance Podcast, the podcast that deep dives beyond the daily hustle and explores how you can achieve your greatest potential with purpose so that you can thrive at the highest level possible and use your power to contribute to a better world. My name is Trang, your host for the show, and today I am going through six business learnings over six years in business. So this year, 2022, is my sixth year in business, my ninth year of coaching, and it has been an awesome journey. I remember the very first day, like it were yesterday, I started an Instagram account with purely the intention of sharing information, inspiring people, and connecting with people out there. I called it Strong Foundations Fitness, which was my first business, and I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. I was just, I just did it. And I remember thinking, let's just see where this goes. Till now, you know, it's pretty clear that a lot has changed during that time. There has been so much life that has been lived, so many experiences, so much evolution, growth, and many, many learnings along the way that I have since embodied and taken into who I am. And that's the thing about the six learnings I will share with you today. These learnings at the start were consciously considered. I had to think about it. I had to ponder on it. And eventually, as I deeply believed and took on these learnings, I have since absorbed them into my being, into the essence of who I am and how I live life. And this is something that I'd highly encourage for you to do as well. With these learnings, they're great if they motivate you and they're great if they get you thinking for a few days. But unless you truly take on these learnings into your philosophies of life and just how you how you think unconsciously, until then, it won't make a major change into how you operate in your life. Having said that, I do want to also mention that these are my own personal learnings and my own philosophies of business and life now. Of course, they are not universal facts. They are not scientific facts. So this is what has worked well for me. So I'm going to share this and you take it on board and you ponder on it. You put it into the context of your life and you see how it works for you. Something else I do want to preface this episode with before I get into the six learnings is that although these are business learnings that I'm going to share with you today, these are career-related learnings. They are, in essence, very much life learnings as well. And the reason why I see it this way is because business, career, your training, how you show up as a partner, a mother or a father, those are all extensions of your life. They are all different puzzle pieces. They're all different branches of your life. So think of your life as the big umbrella and all these aspects are tiers of your life. So these business learnings are life learnings and they are absolutely translatable into all areas of your life because how you do one thing is how you do all. 
And if this is part of who you are, then this is who you are. And it will manifest into other areas of your life as well. So these learnings are very powerful. They're not just business learnings. They are deep-rooted life learnings. So let's get into it. The very first learning that I want to share with you is extraordinary results simply come from insignificant things done day in and day out. And this is the very first learning I want to start on because I know when I personally first started, I always wanted to know the secret. (laughs) I always wanted to know what these gurus and these successful people, what are the extraordinary things that they do in their lives? Like looking at Beyonce or looking at even people like Tony Robbins. I'm like, who are they? They're just you know, they're not even human. Like I'd put them on a pedestal when I'd be wondering what are the extraordinary things that they do in their life that has led to them having these extraordinary results. But in reality, extraordinary results are simply a delayed reflection of insignificant things done again and again and again and again. The accumulation the compound effect of the small things that are done again and again. So highly successful people or celebrities, it's not like they are breathing a different air from us or it's not like they are drinking and bathing in gold, right? (laughs) They are consistent. They're doing the small things that people may think are so small and underestimate and neglect, but they are doing those things all the time consistently. So for example, think of, let's say, because I'm recording this a week after the Australian Open final, let's use tennis players. They they don't necessarily run a business, but they kind of do. They're their own brand and their tennis is their career. So let's use Rafael Nadal as an example because he won the final and I have always been a huge fan of his. He has been in the game of tennis for a long time. What he's doing this year in 2022 to win 21 Grand Slams, which is the most Grand Slam wins that any male tennis player has achieved. What he's doing this year in 2022 compared to 10 years ago may not be that different. Yes, there may be small differences like he might have more um, he might have more money, so he wears a million-dollar watch. <laughs> I think it's $1.5 million actually, in Australian dollars, That the watch that he wore when he was playing the final. Um, and he might get more massages and things like that. But let's say as a whole, he's probably not doing things that differently. He's probably training consistently most hours of the day, every single day, having um, recovery days, having recovery weeks, sleeping, eating well, all those things. He was already doing those things 10 years ago. He's still doing those things today. But the difference is today he's doing those things and there has been the accumulation of 10 years worth of skill development, experience, and just pure progress over time. And that is why extraordinary results are delayed and they reflect the small things we do every single day. For me, I get this question asked a fair bit because in the journey of potential, one of the calls that we go through is time management. And I often get asked, 
we want to know what your day looks like. We want to know what your typical weeks look, look, week looks like. You know, what is your what are your routines? And my answer is disappointing because really, if you followed me with a camera around every day for a week, it's really not that special. <laughs> it is pretty stock standard. But the difference is I am consistent. So if we were to separate just for conversation's sake so that it's easy to understand amateurs from professionals, the difference between amateurs and professionals might not be in what they are doing day to day, but the difference is that the pro has been consistent and has repeatedly done that for a long time. And the other thing is how they show up and how they do the thing not just what they are doing, which brings me to the next learning, which is focusing on not only what I do, but how I do it and who I am when I'm doing that thing. So not just the what, but the how and the who. And arguably the how and the who are more important because that's the consistent thing that we we show up with every single day and determines how the thing is done. Because <laughs> once again, between the pros and the amateurs, right? I am not necessarily working more hours than I used to. So between a pro and amateur, they might, let's say, be both be working eight hour days. But the difference is the amateur might be showing up for those eight hours with distractions, without having their heart fully in it with the intention of getting over and done with versus the pro will show up for those eight hours with the deepest heartfelt passion, with the deepest underlying purpose for what they do. They show up with passion and they are committed to doing the work in the best way possible. You know, even if they don't love it, even if they're tired, they're still going to show up and do the best they can. They're going to be completely focused and present when they're doing the work. And you could probably guess who's going to get more out of that workday and who's going to achieve different results. So it's not just in the what, it's in the how and the who. And that is what I've personally noticed I have started to focus on more. And this actually started unconsciously. So I didn't actually notice I was doing this, I guess, until I noticed I was doing this. I noticed that I used to journal so much on my wins every single day. Oh, what did I achieve yesterday? What did I do that was made me proud yesterday? What are my goals? And that's all I used to focus on. And that works, of course. And we need that, of course. Like We've got to have the structure and the tangible things to achieve in mind. But I never really used to think about how did I show up and who am I becoming every single day versus nowadays. And I'll probably swing back to the other side at some point. But nowadays, I'm so clear on what to do and what my yearly outcomes are. Like that is just so clear and set in stone that I don't need to focus on that every day. What I focus on is how am I showing up and who am I when I am coaching? Who am I when I'm recording these podcasts? And the difference is so clear because at the moment I'm fully focused on being the most heartfelt leader 
full of passion, love and connection for my clients, on being the most authentic person that I can be, on focusing on listening as actively and deeply as I can. So that those are all aspects of how am I showing up and who am I versus what can I achieve? And you bet, you know, when you focus on the how and the who, then the what will naturally come from there. Another aspect of the how is also the daily conscious decision to show up as your highest self. Because the difference between pros and amateurs isn't that pros have got it all figured out and it's all easy for them and they're like gods, right? It's not that. Pros, and myself included, still have our inner demons, still have fears, still have temptations to procrastinate, to get distracted, to take the comfortable option. Like all that is still there. But the difference is that pros, regardless of their fears, just like everyone in this world, they are not fearless. Trust me, they're not fearless. They have fears but they face them and take action regardless. They lean into their fears versus leaning away from their fears. They have temptations to procrastinate and to snooze the alarm and to sit on the couch instead of go for a run. They still have those temptations and those fleeting thoughts. But the difference is instead of giving into them, they choose to squash those temptations and to show up as their highest self. They show up every single day and they need to make that conscious decision every single day again and again to continue showing up as their highest self, to nurture and to feed into the highest self, their highest self, so that their highest self becomes dominant and becomes more habitual. And that's the thing. We all have the seeds inside of us. We all have the seeds of our lowest self who wants to procrastinate, who wants to take the easy option, who wants to run away from fears. And we all also have the seeds of potential, the seeds of our highest self who will stick to their commitments, who will be disciplined, who will be completely authentic and vulnerable and open and loving for all people and showing empathy instead of judgment, right? It just comes down to which one we choose to water, which seeds we choose to water and feed into. Now, the third learning is that everything works for someone, but nothing works for everyone. And this is a big thing because when I first started, especially in business, I always wanted to find the secret method. I always wanted to find the perfect sales strategy, the perfect marketing strategy, the perfect way to get your business to explode and to be making six figures overnight. <laughs> Looking at all these, all this marketing that people put out there, their these gurus coming up with their secret, like foolproof method, <laughs> whether it's the five AM club or their five step strategy to success. And although, you know, these no doubt work, right? It's not, I'm not saying that these strategies don't work and there aren't methods that are really valuable and have a high success rate. But the thing is, it's not the only way and it's not going to work for everyone either. So that's what I mean by everything out there works for someone, 
but nothing works for everyone. Because there are always going to be many roads to the same destination. And the road that you go on is going to be your own unique road, your own individual mold of how you choose to go about your career and start your business. So this came about because I was looking at diets. I used to fall into the trap of, oh, this diet and this way of eating, this perfect macro split, this perfect um, you know, number of meals a day, right? Like you gotta eat six meals a day to get your dream body. <laughs> I used to get I used to buy into that stuff until I evolved and learnt better that every single diet out there, whether it's the vegan diet, the paleo diet, the Mediterranean diet, the low carb diet, like every diet out there has their own raving fans. What that means is every diet out there works for someone, but there is no one diet that works for everyone because everyone is so unique and individual and have their own preferences and lifestyles and um, even just physiological differences, allergies and things like that. Like scientifically, it's pretty clear that a predominantly whole foods plant-based diet is incredible for health. It increases longevity. Um, people in the blue zones, so the zones in the world where people live most 100 years old, more than anywhere else, else in the world, eat predominantly whole foods plant-based diets. Scientific research shows that a whole foods plant-based diet reduces risk of so many chronic diseases, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, certain cancers, all the things that are the major causes of mortality in the Western world. But here's the thing, you know, even as someone who deeply believes in it, not just for the health benefits, but for the animal welfare and environmental benefits as well, I'm not going to push it on everyone because it's not going to work for everyone. There's going to be someone out there who's allergic to many fruits and vegetables and will not be able to sustain a whole foods plant-based diet (laughs) there are people in the world who are in rural towns and they don't get to walk into a supermarket and buy all these alternatives and they need to fish and their their family survives off them fishing and bring home that fish for the day so what i'm saying is (laughs) you know you can't push anything on everyone same thing, as, same thing as daily routines. Like most gurus rave about morning routines, right? Like the 5 a.m. club is a big one. And I used to buy into this as well. I'm still big on mornings myself. Like I personally find that works best for me. But of course, there are so many gurus out there who are also night owls. There are gurus who rave about, oh, you can live off four hours sleep a night. Yet there are also gurus who swear by eight hours a night of sleep like Jeff Bezos. And the thing is, if you blindly follow what other people are promoting, then you'll start to blindly become someone that you are not because all these these things can work. You can achieve a business. You can market. You can create sales. You can achieve business growth in a million different ways. There is no secret recipe. So stop trying to find the perfect answer. Stop trying to find the best way to do something and start to take on the approach of let's experiment. I'm going to find what works well for me. I'm going to find what 
is authentic and aligned to my values and my purpose and what my priorities are. Learning number four, you will never make it. (laughs) And I'm not saying this as in you will never make it. I'm saying this as in the the words make it doesn't exist. (laughs) So in ways, people often say that I've made it. And by the way, like that baffles me because I don't feel like I've made it. And I know at a deeper level, there is no such thing as making it. But here's what people say. They're like, oh, you run your own business, right? You are flexible. You get to work from home. You get to work anywhere from anywhere in the world. You get to have flexible work hours. You've done overseas talks. You have made milestone financial earnings. And they're saying this as in, you've made it. Wow. And I'm sharing this not because I want to, I guess, yeah, like boast or anything, but I'm sharing this because this is my lived experience. I am absolutely living many other people's dreams and I'm living my own dream from five years ago. Like five years ago, this is what I wanted. I look back to what I used to desire to work flexible hours, work um, with flexible location, be doing something that I love every single day, be self-employed. That's all the things I used to dream of. But I absolutely still don't feel like I've made it. There's always more to go. There's always going to be another level. So it's a trap to fall into the idea that you need to get to a certain level, then you've made it and you can kick back and relax. And I know you've all experienced this before because no matter who you are, whether you are a runner or whether you are seeking to progress in your career or in business, let's use running as an example. I know everyone, every runner has had this where you finish a race, you've hit a PB, you've achieved the goal that you've always wanted, you've run the marathon and for the first few days, you're like, yes, I did it. This is amazing. I'm on top of the world. And then after a few days, there's that sense of, okay, what now? (laughs) Or there's the sense of, is this it? I thought I'd feel different once I hit this goal. I thought I'd be different. I thought life would be different. Same goes for hitting financial milestones, which is a big goal for many business owners. Hit six figures. Hit six um, a year. You hit five figures a month. And then they thought that they would feel different or be different or have a different life or be happier when they hit those milestones, but they they don't feel that way. And the reason for that is because any reward or any tangible material thing in this world, any emotion in this world is a temporary sensation. No emotion lasts forever. What does last forever is the present moment though. The day-to-day process, that's the only thing that lasts forever. That's what we have for our whole life. The life that we are living that day. The process, how we choose to show up, who we choose to be each day. Each day's experiences, connections, adventures, enjoyment, ongoing impact in our work. That is the only thing that we have forever. And that is making it. 
you're making it when you realize that every day in the process is the reward, not any milestones that you hit. They're just bonuses. Okay, learning number five. Impulsivity can absolutely be resourceful. Now, impulsivity or spontaneity can often be seen as bad things because from a young age, many people are taught to be realistic and to think things through and to be logical. So don't be an astronaut. There are too many risks involved. Be an accountant or a lawyer or a doctor because that is secure. Therefore, you'll be able to have a constant stream of money coming in. You'll be comfortable. You'll be able to provide for your family and be happy. That's the narrative that goes around. So spontaneity or impulsivity can often be avoided because there's a lot of fears attached to that as well. But I know for me, looking back at my own journey, there's been a lot of impulsive decisions. Starting that Instagram page, Strong Foundations Fitness was one of them. Taking on multiple jobs that led to multiple milestones and opportunities that eventually led me to where I am today. They were, many of them were impulsive, meaning that it wasn't something that I was planning and it wasn't in the works for a long time. It kind of came up unexpectedly. Many of these opportunities came up unexpectedly and I would think about it and make a decision quickly because here's the thing. The heart will always tell you what it wants first. When you make an impulsive decision, then you can trust that it is aligned to your heart. It's aligned to your instincts. It's aligned to what you want. Versus if you think about something for a long time, then what is going to come in the way? Your head. Fears. The logical logical narrative or the other people's opinions or advice will start to cloud your heart and will then guide your decision, which will then mean that you are making a decision based on fear, scarcity, or what other people suggest rather than what you truly want. And people might argue that this impulsivity is dangerous because there are so many risks involved and I I'm only here to tell this story because I was one of the few success stories um, to, to live, to tell the tale. But here's the thing. When someone is impulsive, there will be one of two main results. One, it will work out well for them. Or on the other side, what's the worst that would happen? They will learn from it. They will have feedback from it. Or they will be redirected to become more clear on what their path should be. If you don't take that decision or if you don't take that opportunity in the first place, you won't get any of that feedback, any of those learnings, any of those life redirections. You'll just be stagnant. You'll be standing there. Of course, when you don't take any risks, then there won't be any failures but you haven't moved forwards at all. At least when you take a risk, then you have that chance for opportunity and that chance for success. And then you also have the chance to learn along the way, but at least you're still taking steps forwards 
and you're still growing within yourself. You're still learning along the way. You're still evolving as a person as you figure out who you are and what uh, is important to you. And lastly, what you need to do is to empower yourself. Because every time someone makes an impulsive decision to start up a business, to invest in a startup, to take on a job that really scares them, they can either see it as, oh, what if it doesn't work out? Or they can see it as, I will make it work out. I'm the one in control of how this ends up. So I will make it work out. I, um, I'm doing this because I have confidence. I know that I can do X, Y, and Z. I know that my capabilities are X, Y, and Z. I know that I have the resilience and the persistence to keep going at this and I'll make it work. So it's not a question of what if it doesn't work? It's a question of how long is it going to take for me to make it work? Now, lastly, learning number six. It's not a failure if you don't know what you want to do if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. It's not a failure for you to change your career or to rebrand your business. Like I said, I've done that three times now. I would argue that it's actually a failure or more specifically unresourceful thinking because I don't believe in failures. It's more unresourceful thinking to believe that you've reached your final form by the time you're in your 20s, 30s or 40s or 50s or 60s to believe that this is it. You know, what I'm doing now is what I'll do for the rest of my life. What I'm doing now is it. Because that thinking essentially shuts down the possibility of evolution, growth, change. And what's the one thing that is inevitable in our lives? That we will constantly be changing until the, and you know what? Not even until the day we die, even after we die. After we die, what happens to our body, right? The circle of life, the nature, the laws of this universe is that there is nothing that is static. Everything is constantly changing. Everything is constantly in the process of movement. Even the universe itself is going to eventually break down in 8 billion years. It's currently theorized that the sun is going to explode because at the moment, the sun is getting hotter and hotter every single day. In 8 billion years, it's going to explode. It's going to swallow up our solar system. And then in trillions and trillions and trillions of years, all the other different solar systems within the universe will eventually break down. All the stars will die and all the atoms will break down until there's nothing left in this entire universe. That's the current theory. Of course, we don't know. (laughs) But point is, nothing is static, nor are we. So... Why do we take on the belief that we should know exactly what we want to do and that's the one thing we are going to be and do for the rest of our lives by the time we're 18 and finish school and need to choose what to do in uni? It is not a failure to rebrand your business. It's not a failure to change careers and to start up a business. It's actually a success. It is a sign of your success that you've evolved and you've grown and you've changed through your life experiences, through your life learnings, through your life learnings. You have taken on a new perspective. You've taken on a different way of seeing things. You've taken 
on a different purpose as you've evolved. Therefore, the manifestation of who you are, being that what you do as a job um, or in your business will change as well. That is success. Not to mention that all the skills you've acquired, all of your experiences, who you are becoming every single day are all accumulating. And it's not like you wipe the slate clean every time. All those non, um, those, what's the word called? It's like non-hard skills or soft skills. They're transferable. And even hard skills are transferable. The fact that going back to point number four, it's not about milestones, right? It's about the process. The fact that you could experience something and learn something and become something, even if it's no longer valid or no longer relevant, doesn't mean that it was wasted. You still got to enjoy and experience that beautiful thing at that stage of your life. So for me, I am proud that in a short amount of time, six years, I've had three different brands, three different businesses, and each time they have become more and more close and aligned to who I am and what I stand for. Hence now, aligned to performance. It's not just about success. It's about success that is aligned. It's about success that is purposeful, success that will contribute to a better world, a more flourishing, harmonious world for all beings of life, humans, animals, the planet itself. So those are my six business learnings, which are also life learnings. Number one, extraordinary results come from insignificant things done day in, day out. Number two, switching the mentality from just focusing on the what to the how and the who. Number three, everything works for someone, but nothing works for everyone. Number four, you never make it. You're making it right now during the process. Number five, impulsivity can be resourceful. And number six, it's not a failure to change careers or to change businesses or to not know what you want in your life. That's okay. We are constantly evolving and it's actually a success to be constantly changing and to be growing and evolving as a human being. All right, that takes us through to the end of another episode of the Aligned Performance Podcast. If you are still here, then huge kudos to you. This has been a longer episode than usual. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening and taking the time to be part of this community. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and got a lot of value from these six learnings, which are experiences from many years that I am so glad I can share with you so that you can fast track your progress in your career and your business and achieve a thriving life. If you enjoyed this, I would love it if you took a moment to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean a lot to me and help others find the podcast and benefit from it as well. If you're on the socials, upload a screenshot, tag me in it so I can see who's listening and thank you for your ongoing support of the podcast. All right, that's it for today. I will catch you in the next episode.